0: This is the third episode of Penny to the Pound podcast with ClearStart Accountancy and Budgeting Services. I'm Katie O'Regan, and my co host is Fiaz Ashraf, the director of ClearStart. In this episode, we have a special guest who is Shaz, and he has a very important role within ClearStart. He is the budgeting manager, and he's here to tell us all about what the budgeting team do.
1: Penny to the Pound, a podcast by Claire Starts Accountants and Personal Budgeting Services.
0: Shaz,
2: can you just talk us through the day in the life of, of your team? From, from when you get in in the morning... What, what what happens? Talk us through it. Yeah, so my job is
1: basically to make sure, you know, we're dealing with any client's queries, um, anywhere where they're struggling, make sure we provide that service and um, just make sure we're there for them. But the main aim for my advisors is to ring the clients, go through the income and expenditure, make sure they can afford, you know, to live any way we can help them budget, i.e., Look at their gas and electric, look at TV packages, just anywhere where we can help them save money and just basically direct them
2: so they've got money for themselves to live, you know, a life that they're supposed to. So can you give me an example of of, of a client that you've come across in the day? So they've updated their app, you've got their last month's income and expenditure, Um, you've identified that their electric bill is a little bit higher this month. You know, what would you do in that situation? So we'd basically ring them up as soon as we
1: can, um, find out the information to why their gas and electric's that high. So and what sort of questions would you ask about, ask about So we'll ask him. does that include any arrears? Um, how big is your house? Oh, you know. Um, yeah. How many people live there? How many people live there, yeah. And just basically gather all the information. And um, what we'll then do is we, we've we teamed up with Utility Warehouse.
0: Oh, OK. Yep.
1: Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll go through um, a quote with them and check whether we can get the gas and electric down for them. And,
0: do you refer to anybody else or is it just Utility Warehouse? Um,
2: at the moment, it's Utility Warehouse because they cover quite a lot. Yeah. So Utility Warehouse at the moment, they have quite a large panel of energy providers right. within it i get you so they are the go-to people at the moment in terms of getting the best sort of price for the client Mm. so we have access to the portal so all we need to do is just put in like um, usage and s number meter numbers and things like that and then it will calculate which energy provider can can um, beat the rate that they're on at the moment
0: And, and everyone can just find that on their own bill can't they
2: yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's on the bill really or actually on the meter as well.
0: Right. So it's really easy information for someone to get. That's
2: right. Yeah. yeah. So then uh, Shaz's team would then go through that quote with the client. And it's not just energy. It's mobile phones. It's what... what TV packages.
0: Yeah. And don't they do those cashback cards as well? Is that right? They do, yeah. Ah, so do you provide... Can you do those as well with them? We can do. We can do, yeah. Oh. So so what happens in, in the
2: situation uh, with Utilities Warehouse is that the comes always updating their systems with new offers, new sort of tariffs. Uh, It's our guys...
0: Really, that would keep their eye on that, and I think and see what's what. We definitely need to have a conversation with somebody from Utility Warehouse about yeah. what they do, yeah. um, because we they're another business that we hear a lot about. Yeah. They call don't people call them UW now as well? UW, yeah, yeah. yeah. their
2: branding is UW now.
0: Yeah, so um, it'd be great if we could have somebody from Utility Warehouse in the future to talk about how it works with them. So they're in. So if somebody phones up and says uh, my energy bill is too high, it might be that they're out of contract, and maybe they're just in a. A situation where they're like. So
1: they've been reverted back to a standard
0: tariff. Yeah. yeah. And, and those things I don't understand. And uh, my husband does it all for me. And it's not because I'm stupid, it's just because I don't understand it. Yeah. So you're the person who, you're like my husband <laughs> <laughs> in that situation. Um, but it's not just gas and electric bills. It's other things you've mentioned, like insurance and things like that.
1: So there's telephone packages, there's TV packages. Um, we've got a lot of things in the pipeline where insurances we'll be looking at as well, um, as in life insurances. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're doing everything that we can to make sure we provide that budgeting and support to all our clients. As you
2: understand with the cost of living going up, it's a massive thing at the moment. So Shaz, you know, the journey uh, of a client, you know, they would come in, they would go through a process of understanding you know what their financial goal is yeah yeah and why they want to go onto our personal budget service well with that you know the client could be a director of a company as well so we would also take care of their accounts on the we do yeah uh, for their company also self-assessments yeah you know depending on you know are they classed as self-employed or on the on the payroll yeah. for the company but can you just talk us through like a financial goal? Say, for example, a client wants to save up for a holiday next year. What would you do in that situation?
1: Well, I mean, obviously they're entitled to go on a holiday. Mm-hmm, we absolutely. still we still want to make sure they live the life they need and enjoy. So we'll do everything that we can. So we'd go for an income and expenditure. We'll look at ways where they can cut back in certain areas. So, for example, maybe food and toiletries. You know, if we feel like, oh, okay, that's quite high, where is it that you shop? And maybe direct them to a different supermarket. Um. So, yeah, there's lows that we look at where they can save money and maybe put a bit of money away, you know, so they can save up for a holiday.
0: How do you establish that they're spending too much on the shopping?
1: Well, we'll ask them roughly what you spend and how many people in the household. I mean, you'd be quite surprised you've got certain clients that will spend £600. Oh, oh a month? A, a month, month, yeah. And they don't realise, but then... Yeah,
0: because you do it, you know what you do is the worst thing. Yeah. Bits of shopping. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to pop home on the way home from work and pick up something for tea. That's 20 quid, like that.
1: Yep. And when well, we have loads, you know, who go to Tesco's and we'll say, you know, have you applied for the Tesco card where you can get cheap? And you'd be very surprised with the amount of people who don't have a Tesco's card. So we'll do everything that we can to put them in the right direction to make sure we're doing everything that we can, you know, where they can put a bit of money away and do what they need to.
0: A lot of this is co- it's co- and it's common sense, but it's not if you don't know about it. Does that make sense? It's yeah. like, it's kind of, you probably do it all the time and you think, well, why haven't they got a Tesco card? But, you know, we're so busy as people, we don't always think about these things being no. important, do we? And actually how they can save you money.
1: It just becomes part of life where they just think this is normal.
0: Mm.
1: And this is where we
2: come into it to help them and say, well, it's not, this is how we can help you. Mm. It's just understanding as well, um, you know, the individual, right? Yeah. And so, you yeah. know, a lot of people that's within that team you know, they're in a position to be able to provide empathy and understand and put them and relate to the situation that the client is in, mm. in order for them to give the best advice. And, you know, what worked for them? You know, experience is key.
0: How do you how do you teach somebody empathy?
2: Because it's, it's who you put on that team. Yeah. So if somebody like, for example, if we know that somebody has may have struggled in the past. Mm. You know, we're a family environment over here. Mm -hmm. So it's very easy for people to be open and honest. And if someone feels that they can add more value on that team because of their life experience,
0: then Mm -hmm. why not? They're the best people to speak to. And you are a family business because you're actually cousins, aren't you? we are indeed yes and you you didn't just come here like because it was your cousin's business you've worked in the industry for a long time before haven't you well this is a little
1: bit different I mean I've worked in the debt management industry Mm -hmm. and obviously this is a personal budgeting Mm -hmm. um so there's similarities but there's a massive difference and it was a challenging role and I was happy to sort of I kind of agreed with this this was something I wanted to get my teeth sunk into because we're going out of our way to help clients budget and just making sure we're doing everything that we can to throw money into their back pocket yeah so it, it i mean it was a challenge but it's good and it's a challenge i wanted to take on so it's different to what i've done um but i had the experience and you know family-run business and i get treated very well yeah looked after very well so yeah, yeah. pennies to the pound hints and tips on how to budget
0: so when people phone you, is there something that they say that they kind of think, I've been thinking about doing this for a while, or I'm lost, or what generally is the kind of trigger to get them to the point to pick up the phone?
1: Cost of living is just a massive.
0: Yeah. So they panicking, do you think?
1: Oh, yeah. Panicking. Um, worried, they might have had a higher billing worried. or something like that. That's one of the cases. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it doesn't cost them anything to make that first phone call. It doesn't indeed, no. So how? When I, if I was to phone you up and say... I mentioned this previously, but I'm just using it as an example. My rent's been put up by £200 and I don't know what to do. What would what would be the process you'd take me through?
1: So what we we'll would do is we would establish to why the rent's gone up. We'll find out if there's any arrears, whatnot. But our main thing would be just to kind of go through the income and expenditure with them. Right. Um, and if the rent's gone up because the rent's gone up, we'll see if we can help them budget in any other areas, you know, so they can pay for the rent.
0: Would you beat to the other party involved and say, is there any negotiation on this? or is that not something you do with rent? We try our
1: best, but it depends. Um, obviously, with, with the council, obviously, we wouldn't be able to do much with that. Private renting, potentially, we can have that conversation on okay. behalf of the client, but we can't guarantee anything.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But
1: we'll do everything that we can to put the client's mind at ease.
0: Wow, that's really interesting. Especially if you like um not as confident and quite vulnerable, then that would be a really good thing to, to have someone to do for you.
2: For example, you mentioned before about the journey. So if somebody went into Google and put cost of living in hell, we would be up there yeah, yeah. You know, with our advert saying, Come speak to us about your personal budget.
0: Yeah. Yeah. About
2: your budgeting service. And mm-hmm. and like I said earlier on, there's lots of different departments within the business. Yeah. And and Shad's department takes care of clients that have already, you know, gone through that sort of initial process. Right. Like I said, you know, with your, with your example, of the, your analogy, a client has had a rent increase of 200 pounds. They would speak to another team about that first. I get you. And that yep. team would then try, okay, do you want to stay where you live in? Or do you want to have a look at, I get you, you know, taking a different property somewhere else. Mm. And there's it, it's, it goes through stages, mm-hmm. different steps within the business. And we find it, by doing it that way, we're more efficient for the client as well.
0: Because yeah. mm, every little bit is broken down.
2: Exactly, yeah. bite size. yeah. Yeah,
0: so you are the ones who are pe- making sure that the individual is working to the budget that you've
1: put. Yeah. yeah. It oh, makes wow. it easy for the client. The understanding's there and it's not overwhelming for them. They're already yeah. panicking and worrying, so we don't want to bombard them with that information.
0: And how many people have you helped budget for so far, do you know? I've lost count. <laughs> you, yeah. You. yeah. What And what do you like about it? Helping clients and knowing that I've
1: helped them. I mean, we get loads of clients, you know, who come crying on the phone and just knowing that we've made their day better by just providing this information to them and knowing now they can sleep better makes me sleep at night, definitely.
2: So, yeah.
0: I love that. You're the second <laughs> That's person. That's the second person, person
2: right? to say that. Yeah. And, and the right, because we have uh, our moral compass within our organisation and the culture within our organisation is all about helping people, understanding them, understanding their needs and helping them. And, you know, like, we, like we've like we said earlier, our whole main goal and ambition is to maintain a certain lifestyle for our client, mm-hmm. uh, the lifestyle that they want. Like we touched on earlier as well, I mean, Shad's came from a debt management background. Mm-hmm. Debt management is something that we don't do. But as an incidental and complimentary part of our service, if after we've gone through all the budgeting and we find that, Hang on, the client just can't afford this contractual repayment. Mm. We would contact the, the creditor on the client's behalf and explain mm. that the client is in financial hardship. And can you put a short-term, you know, a, a solution in place for the client? You know, freeze the interest and in charges, and let the client get themselves back on the feet. I mean, we wouldn't we wouldn't handle the client money and mm. pay the creditor on behalf of the client. We just set up an arrangement between the client mm. and the creditor, and then the client will pay the creditor directly yeah uh, it's important for for us as a business to understand that for the client to understand how important it is to maintain that payments yes. to their creditor yeah. i
0: was gonna i was gonna say that i mean it's <coughs> the clients have to have responsibility absolutely was, yeah. to to, need and is that a hard conversation i think i mentioned this before do you have to have your team have to have hard conversations with people if they're not kind of following the steps
1: yeah it's difficult conversations um of course I mean, some clients don't understand, but again, it's just one of those things. It's just a lot going through their heads, and that's
0: what we're here for. And do you engage? Like, would you speak to a family member of the client if uh, to to help them provide that extra support at home? Perhaps?
1: Yeah, I mean, if they give us the authority to, then of course, yeah, we would look down that avenue to see if there's anyone there that will support. Yeah. Um. So yeah.
0: So basically, you will try anything to make sure that that person is getting the best budgeting advice, um, best support around them, yeah. and you're available on the app are you then how if or during working hours if someone wants to speak to one of the team yeah so we've got a live chat
1: um if a client wants to arrange a call back they can do Mm -hmm. um we've got the app Mm. um they've got access to that 24 hours a day and yeah they can ring in as well Um, Well,
0: But without naming any names obviously have you got any really good uh success stories that you can tell us about
1: it's quite hard to say i mean we did have one I mean, to be honest, it does happen quite a lot, whereas um like medical write-offs for a client. I mean, we've spoken to creditors on behalf of the client and, you know, basically showing them that they're, you know, they're going through depression, they've mm-hmm. got a lot going on personally, mm-hmm. you know, health-wise. And as long as the proof is there, it's took a lot of negotiation with the creditors, but we've wiped off quite a lot of debt for that mm-hmm. client, which basically Kind of, I don't think you can take someone fully out of depression, but just made their life so
2: much easier. Oh,
0: wow. I didn't know you could do that. That's really yeah. interesting.
2: So we have a, we have a department that yeah. does that as well. Medi- medical write-off is something which all we would do is understand the client's uh, health condition. We would then...
0: So if it's oh, like a long-term illness, not just obviously depression, just Yeah, depression, long-term but term illness. Yeah,
2: yeah, of course, yeah. Someone with cancer or yes. something yeah. like that? Wow. Yes. So we have clients that are in that situation with cancer, um, and what we would do is on the client's instruction, of course, is that we would write to the creditor and say, right, okay, look, the client has cancer. This is the situation. Please, can you write this debt off for the client? There's, and
0: an, there's an, another future podcast. Yeah. I, honestly, I, I'm, fa- I'm finding this so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's fascinating. There's so many different elements to it. And so, of course,
1: many there is. Yeah. I mean, every day's different.
2: That's amazing. As an accountancy practice, you know, we want to be able to offer the full accountancy Mm -hmm. suite whether it's business or whether it's personal and they do interlink as well because who are running the businesses is people right and they have their own bills on one element one side of it in their home life and one in their business life and and what we have done is being able to find a niche and to be able to offer that service to all different levels of people
0: yep and just to finish you are also a marathon runner
1: i am indeed yeah and you did. Well, I've only just ran the one marathon, but I'm proud of it. But
0: that, I mean, that's a massive, that's 20, was it 26 and a half miles.
1: Well, there's quite a few people I run with him. They've done like six marathons. Oh. So compared to that, I'm like, just to start off.
0: When did you start training?
1: So I did my first marathon. This was before COVID. Oh, right. Um, so my training was there. So I did my first trail run, which was um, just before COVID. Then I did a 20 mile run after. Four weeks after that should have been the marathon. Then COVID kicked in, oh, so they cancelled it till October. Then they cancelled that mm-hmm. to April. Then from April to October, um, but yeah, I managed have you to do it. Always been
0: interested in running. Yes, And yeah. so you've done it. Or it's something you've done all your life. I've done it for many years. Yeah, and and uh, can I, can I be really cheeky and ask your age? Um, your age? Oh, sorry, I'm 38. I had to think You're that I am. Yeah. So you didn't? You kind of run your first marathon when you were 35,
2: 36. I was wow, thinking. Yeah.
0: Well, so anything's achievable at any age. I mean you're I mean, not
2: that old nah. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> he tells everyone he's 21
0: he does look very young yeah. do you not fancy doing net marathons then at all? I mean oh. I've told
2: him to ah. I'm not fit enough for that I mean I'm trying to I'm actually in the gym at the moment trying right. to get fit but...
0: maybe that's a goal that's a target. maybe yeah. We'll do some kind of budgeting type thing to get him running. So it's yeah. running like a ma- I've, to-
1: I've told him many times. Yeah, many I bet times. you're
0: really organised, aren't you? I am very
1: organised. Yeah. it's
0: an important part of the
1: job. It's, it's very. It's important very. I mean, we're dealing with clients' feelings here mm. as well as you know their Emotions. circumstances. So yeah, you've got to be very, very organised, prepared, and just making sure you. For myself as well, that I'm mentally prepared as well.
0: I bet. Yeah. What I know the fascinating guy that you've got so many interesting people on your team fias it's just amazing um and we've got some other great podcasts in the planning stages at the moment and we'll get to record them but we really want to hear from you if you've got any questions um around anything that we've talked about around any of the services that uh, and budgeting or anything like that you can get in touch with us and you can do it via our website
2: yeah so for budgeting advice is clearstartaccountants.co.uk or for the IVA Individual Voluntary Arrangement sort of Inquiries, you can go on to afainsolvency.co.uk and there's somebody who will be in touch.
0: And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Please tell your friends and family about Penny to the Pound podcast. Let them know it's available on all podcast platforms. And to keep up to date of when the next episode drops, like and subscribe.
1: Before making any financial decisions, please seek independent advice.